Hi, my name is Bree and welcome to this amazing podcast called Bree's Bliss. You have great purpose here. Happy Monday. Today is a Facebook upload. I am um, reading some notes from The Obstacles Away. I'm being a little slow with reading this book, but you know what? That's okay. So we're going to talk about, is it up to you? Is it up to you? I hope you have a great Monday. As always, if you could subscribe and follow to this podcast, if you could also screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, your Facebook stories, tag your friends, your family, share it out. Sharing is caring and that is how we grow this podcast. I would also love it if you could leave a review and I hope you have a great Monday. Thank you for being here and taking your time to listen. I appreciate your support. Happy Monday, my name is Brie, or you can call me hashtag Brie's Bliss. As you're hopping on, I would love to know where you're watching from. I would love to know if you're watching the replay, but I miss you, so I can tell you I miss you too. Oh my goodness. I'm on live on some other phones, and these other phones are really crappy. So, I have some notes. I'm going to keep getting uncomfortable every single day. I'm outside with some people I don't know, but that's okay. Confidence, right? That's where we're going. (laughs) All right, so is it up to you? Is it up to you? In life, our first job is to distinguish and divide into two categories, right? Our externals that we cannot control, but the choices I make, I do control. So there's two factors, the things I can't control and the things I can control, right? So where will we find the good and bad? Well, in us, in our choices that we choose to make, right? Um, I was reading a book and I took some notes. So it's a lot easier to fight when you aren't also fighting the fact that you were born. So it's, so here's, here's an example, like fighting personal addictions for me, right? Personal addictions or, or mental health and stuff like that for me as a human it's a lot easier to fight for those things when you aren't also fighting the fact that you were born. When you aren't also fighting the fact that your parents were monsters. When you aren't also fighting the fact that you lost everything in your life, right? It's a lot easier to fight for yourself and your addictions and, and recovery and other things when, we're, when we aren't also fighting for the, for the other. <clears throat> that stuff is already done. It's already happened. It's already delivered. There's zero and a hundred chances that we can ever change it, right? So here's a prayer. God grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Put a one below if you know that prayer. Put a, put a two below if you've said it before. Behind this prayer is a thousand, is a 2,000 year old stoic phrase and I cannot pronounce it because it's in a different language but pretty much means what is up to us, what is not up to us, and what is, what is up to us. So it's like asking like what in this situation is actually up to me? What is actually my choice? What is actually something that is controllable within my life, right? Our emotions, so here's what is up to us. What's up to us? What is up to us? Can you put in the... Put in the comments what you feel would be your decision, your choice. What would be something that you <clears throat> you know you have control of no matter what, right? You know. Well, I'm going to give you some. What's up to us? Our emotions. Our judgments. Um, our creativity. Our attitudes. Our perspective. Our desires. Our decisions. Our determination. 
everything here within us is fair game. We have complete control over what's in here. Um, so what's not up to us? What's not up to us? Can you take any guesses? Well, everything else. Everything else is not up to us. The weather's not up to us. The economy, some certain situations, circumstances, other people, other people. Emotions, judgment, trends, disasters. A lot of that is out of our control. But we have the ability to control how we respond and how we show up in the world with our mind and our heart, right? So if what is up to us is the playing field, then what is not up to us is the rules and the conditions of the game. So to argue, to complain, or worse, just give up, those are choices. Choices that do nothing to get us across to the finish line, right? When it comes to perception, the crucial distinction to make is this. I love you, Ryan. The difference between the things that are in our power and the things that are not. What are you trying to control in your life that really is not in, you're in, it's not, you're not in control. It's nothing, it's not about you, right? The difference between the people who can accomplish great things and the people who find it impossible to avoid all the addictions, to avoid all the stuff, the difference between the things that are in our power and the things that, that are not. And the difference between that is, is being able to distinguish, well, this is in my control, this is not in my control. Should I put place my energy on the things that I can control or place energy on the things I can't control? What's going to move me forward? <clears throat> because, like I said, to argue, to complain, or worse, just give up, those are choices. Those are personal choices we get to make, but they do nothing for us. They don't get us across the finish line. They don't, they don't uh, allow us to accomplish the things we want. So the most harmful thing, the most harmful thing that we chase are the ones that make us think we can change things that are simply not ours to change. The most harmful things that we can ever chase is the ideas, the perceptions, the people, the places, all the ones that make us think that we can change the things that are simply not ours to change. It's not ours. Who, who am I to say I can change that? It's not mine to change, right? The decision to refine and improve your pitch. Oh, like this is an example. Like let's say somebody stole my pitch or let's say somebody like stole your idea, right? The decision to refine and improve your pitch, that is someone stole your idea or, or got to it too fast before you. No, we're not gonna just give up. We can make a pivot, improve it, improve it or fight for what's yours. Stand in your power, right? So focusing exclusively on what is in your power magnifies and enhances our power. Focusing on what is in your perception, what is controllable, what is in your responsibility, really, and not giving up and actually playing all full out for it. When you, when you exclusively focus on everything that is in your power, it will magnify and bring more to you. 
Every ounce of energy directed at things we can't actually influence is wasted, self-indulgent, and self-destructive. You are self-sabotaging yourself. You are putting limits on your being, right? With whatever you're trying to go, with whatever you're fighting for, for whatever you're working towards, every ounce of energy that you direct at things that we can't actually control, that's not your responsibility, that's not even in your reality, when you're focusing your intention and your energy towards that thing, it's wasted. That's wasted energy. You could be focusing on you to, to fuel you forward to accomplish the goals you want because it's, self, it's self-indulgent and self-destructive. So to see an obstacle as a challenge, to make the best of it anyway, that is also a choice. A choice that's up to us, right? To see an obstacle as a challenge and to make the best of it anyways, that is a choice. And that choice is up to you. That choice is up to me. How we perceive things, how we respond to things. It might seem really bad in the moment, but if we can shift our perception and we can respond to the situation, really good things can come of it, right? So I wanted to end this live with with talking about like, (laughs) the trick to forgetting the big picture is to look at everything close up. Do yourself a favor and run down the list of businesses that started during depressions or economic crises. What have we been going through this entire last year? A pandemic. Drink my ketones. Do yourself a favor and run down the list of businesses that started during a depression or economic crisis. I'm going to do it for you. Fortune Magazine, 90 days after the market crash of 1929. FedEx started during the oil crisis of 1973. UPS started during the panic of 1907. Walt Disney's company, after 11 months of smooth operation, the 12th was the market crash of 1929. Hewlett-Packard started in the Great Depression of 1935. Charles Schwab started in the market crash of 1974. Standard Oil, Rockefeller bought out his parents in what became Standard Oil and took over in February 1865, the final year of the Civil War. Coors, Depression of 1873. Costco started in the recession in the late 1970s. Revlon started in the Great Depression of 1932. General Motors started in the Panic of 1907. Procter & Gamble started in the Panic of 1837. United Airlines started in the year 1929. Microsoft started in the recession of 1973 to 1975. LinkedIn, 2002, post.com bubble. For the most part, these businesses had little awareness that they were in some historically significant depression. Why? Why didn't they know that? Because the founders were too busy ex- exiting, like, exude, like putting in all their energy to the present moment. Actually dealing with the situation at hand. They didn't know whether it would, be a, would be get better or worse. They just knew what was. And they just did it. They didn't worry about... They didn't quit during the Great Depression. They didn't quit during all the struggles. They, they, didn't, they just focused on what they could do now to push their dream and vision forward. Now we have all these big, big businesses that started during these, these, poor, these times. 
So I, I just wanted to share that, share that with you. Sometimes a little shift in perspective goes a long way because it is up to us. There's so many things in our life that we feel like we have no control over, which is right. We don't, there is a lot of uncontrollables in our life, but can we stop for a second and stop focusing on what we can't control and focus on what we can control and focus on in the moment? And what could you build and provide for you, your life, your family, and your community by just focusing on what you can do now, what you can change, what you have control over, which is this, and it starts at home. So I wanted to share that with you because I found that really pivotal. What is, what is up to us, our emotions, we have control over our emotions, our judgment, our creativity, our attitude, our perspective, our desires, our decision, our, our determination. Everything there is fair game. If you find at all in your life that everything is out of whack and you have no control over anything and you're spinning out of control and you're like, what do I do? Everything's out of my control. Take a moment and breathe and find what's in here and in there that you can control. You will find so much power in that. And you'll be like, whoa, I have all these uncontrollables around me, but I took one second to control what was going on in here. And you'll find so much power in that. And it will shift your perspective and how you show up for the world and how you respond and how you do things. And I hope that you gain value from this. I love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Um, thank you for being part of my life.